When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is straight talk you won't hear anywhere else. I'm Galen Bingham, and this is Whiskey, Jazz, and Leadership Podcast. Cheers. What do you say tonight uh, we get into this Woodford Reserve, but not just the regular Woodford Reserve. I'm, I'm going to be messing with the Masters Collection Woodford Reserve Batch Proof. So this is, uh, this is pretty smooth, but it's got a little kick to it. Um, you know, not quite the same kind of kick as some of the other stuff that I've got, but this one... As we head into winter, you know, you want to get a little warmth going. Uh, this one might do the trick. So, um, this this past couple of weeks, I've gotten into this new platform. Well, it's new to me anyway, uh, called Clubhouse. And it's a invitation-only uh, communication site where you just get to connect with people all over uh around whatever topics that might be of interest to them and therefore might be of interest to you and um yeah i got involved in this conversation about accountability and how do you hold people accountable how do you hold your brothers accountable how do you hold your friends accountable that kind of thing and obviously that that means a lot to me professionally as well as personally and um, boy, just so much good conversations, great advice going back and forth. And um, I was requested to join the conversation because of my background, I believe. And uh, a couple of things that I offered that I'll offer to you guys. And I think it's it's important just for almost anything that you do. Uh, it is Number one, you got to be willing to hold the standard for the other person. And this is something that I do with my physical brother, my physical sister, uh, as well as my clients. Um, There's a standard that we each have to decide that we're going to live our life by. And that's a decision that you either consciously make or by abdication, you're actions demonstrate that this is the standard that you're going to live your life by and when I'm trying to hold someone accountable I'm literally holding up the standard of this is what you said you wanted to do this is who you said you are Uh, are these behaviors uh, are these relationships 
Uh, are these actions that you're taking consistent with that standard? And it's literally holding up a mirror to the other person versus the standard that they said that they wanted to live by. And um, that's the first thing that I do, and that's really important, especially when you're paying me <laughs> as your coach. Uh, usually it's because there are very few people in your organization that will do that for you, that will tell you when you're behaving inconsistent with the standard that either the company has or that you have revealed as the leader, there are very few people that will, that will hold you in check for that. And, um, that's where I come in. So I reinforce and hold up a mirror to you so that you can see how you are behaving versus the standard. And, um, I guess it sounds like it could be harsh or negative, but it's, it's often positive because the informed leaders, they want to know when they're stepping outside. We don't always know how we come across. We know our intentions, but we very seldom know our impact. And um, that's a big part of what I do. The second thing that I offered to this room on Clubhouse and I'll offer that to you as well is I think it's my job to suggest what more might look like. What does better look like? What's that higher level that you may not be thinking about? And what does that look like? What might that look like for you? And, um, that's again something that leaders don't really take time to consider um, depending upon the role that you're in and the work that you're doing or the space that you're in very often we're so focused on moving the organization supporting the organization moving this um, KBI or keys key business indicator from 1000 to 1050 that we rarely take time to consider what does better look like? Uh, what does more look like? Uh, where might be the next level for me personally? Yeah, it's easy for me to think about the organization, but how often do you have people that will share with you what better, what the next level looks like? And, um, as I said earlier, I, I do this professionally, but I also do this in my personal life. So with my, my physical brother and my physical sister, you know, that's that's one thing that um, we do for each other. Uh, and for my friends, um, I've got people that have known me for a long time and I have given them the authority to hold and reinforce the standard that I've told them that I'm trying to adhere to. And they've got the authority to check me against that, that standard. And um, I usually ask, 
hey, what does what does more look like for me? This is what I think I'm doing. Am I playing it safe? And uh, I think it's important that you have people around you that will do that. Because if you don't, uh, inevitably, you're going to play it safe. Uh, that's that's the way we humans are. That's the way the human brain is built. The human brain is built to seek safety and security, uh, not only physical safety, but emotional safety, psychological safety, financial safety. We're all looking for that, that clean, well-lighted place that we can curl up and just be okay and be protected from the world. And there's a place for that. However, Growth rarely happens in comfortable places. So let's not confuse ourselves into thinking that we're growing when we're curled up, cozy, living within our abilities and uh, not being challenged. You need to be challenged. Everything that we do when we're trying to improve requires a little bit of pain it requires a little bit of being uncomfortable and um, good friends uh, will tell you when you need to go into that space good friends uh, it's easy to find people around you that will tell you what you want to hear uh, especially if telling the truth is going to have an impact on them if telling the truth is going to make them feel uncomfortable, they're, they're going to tell you what, what you want to hear. If, uh, if you're at work and, and someone telling you the truth uh, might mean that they don't get the performance review rating uh, that's going to lead to an increased salary for them and their family. It takes a special person to step out from behind that and say, look, boss, you're, you're not you're not playing at the level that we all signed up for that. That takes a special cut of person. Uh, and usually that kind of relationship has to be nurtured. It has to be endorsed. It has to be authorized, uh, for someone to feel safe enough to step into that space. So, um, that's really what's on my mind this week. Um, I'm actually going to be working uh, with um, a couple of my colleagues, a couple of people that I've worked with for a while um, because they've they've heard about what I'm doing here and they want to join in this conversation. So be on the lookout for those for those interviews. Um, I wonder what they might be able to add to this thought of accountability. That's it for now. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying something uh, warm <laughs> as the uh, uh, as the weather gets a little colder. Uh, let's see what else? oh I haven't talked about jazz. You know, a lot of people are asking about the music uh, that I've put in my intro, at least for a couple of different episodes, um, because they know that I'm into. Miles Davis and some some old school jazz, but uh, yeah, those first couple of cuts, and I think for this one too, I'm using 
Ronnie Jordan. Ronnie Jordan was one of the coldest jazz uh, guitarists on the scene uh, out of London. I think he was out of London. I know he was out of England, but I, uh, I think specifically London. And for a while, he just absolutely tore up the jazz scene. And um, for me, anyway, he created a feel for his era. And uh, every time I hear some Ronnie Jordan, I, I, I'm just I'm transported back to younger days and, and uh, more prosperous times for me personally. And uh, just kind of a, he's just kind of, he's got a, um, a feel good vibe about him. Hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Well, that's it. Uh, until next time, uh, this is Galen Bingham, the Leadership Strategist. Cheers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.